When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I've got my good friend Chelsea with me. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. We have some questions listed out, but we're just going to go with the flow. But I decided this week I actually wanted to write some questions because I wanted to make sure I stayed on topic and actually (laughs) asked you specific questions about what you know, really. Because if you guys didn't know, Chelsea is a coach and so she is like the perfect person to be chatting to all about self-development and we really want to focus a lot on confidence and self-love today. So before we get started, as you all know, I like to ask my guests what's been inspiring them. So what's been inspiring you lately, Chels? This is such a good question. I also love that you ask everyone this because I was like, had to think on the way here and I was like, there's so many things and routes that I can go down. But I think for me at the moment, it really is just my environment. Like the people in my world, what I'm doing, the conversations I'm having, just like my environment as a whole has been inspiring Mm -hmm. me and just like allowing me to be better, better and better. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I guess before we get into the confidence and self-love chat, tell us a little bit about who you are if people don't already follow you already because if you didn't know Chelsea does do social media as well yeah so I'm Chelsea I'm 22 years old I do social media YouTube videos and I also have a mindset coaching business so I focus a lot on becoming a solid human and what that means to me is like really just becoming so solid in yourself and in your mindset so that you can live your dream life and a big part of that is a relationship that you have with yourself yeah 100% it's been so amazing to see the journey that you've gone on to get to this place as well because like Mm. I mean you started the coaching journey a couple of years ago now it'll be coming into two I'd say so how do you feel like that happened like how did you transition from just doing social media to getting in the coaching space Mm. 
for me, it was a very natural transition. Like my content was very much based around personal development and like the self-development world and just like becoming better and growth and for me it was a natural transition to like want to start sharing that more and then that led me into like I actually want to create something to teach this to people not just share it as an inspiration it's like I actually want to be on the journey with you and do life with you yeah yeah had you done um many courses and stuff yourself beforehand and like experienced having your own coach a lot yeah yeah before I started or released or sold anything, like I, the amount of work I did with my mentor and on my own self-development before I even started a coaching business was like insane. Well, you knew like the value that it actually had. So you're like, okay, I need to do this for others. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. it was a transition between like, okay, cool. This is my next step of like, Mm. What I know, people need to know. I feel like you and I both went on a bit of a self-development journey around the same time in a way. We did. Like we both just found this passion and we both also found our love for podcasts around mm. the same time. Do you remember we used to just always share podcasts? Are you like listening to this person? Are you listening to that person? Like, Yeah, and we'd always like follow the same people and like yeah. talk about them. We're like, oh my God, like look what they're doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know who you listen to now. You'll have to fill me in later. I will share, the, I'll share who yeah. I'm listening to because it's probably different to like back then and also spirituality as well that Mm. was a big interest of both of us so we'd be like oh did you hear this yeah spirituality is what really got me into personal development like I went on a spiritual journey which then led me into mindset work um and then from mindset work I just fell in love with that and it's like I'm forever committed to doing this work yeah it's all really connected isn't it really Mm. like spirituality mindset Mm. law of attraction like it's all full circle it's just kind of the umbrella of like self-development like it could really just mean yeah a lot (laughs) literally but I guess fill us in on what your life was like before getting in the self-development space because there was a time before now that you weren't as interested in it and you just I guess didn't know about it yeah 100% so for me a massive part of my journey was the partying lifestyle the binge drinking the escaping my reality through the alcohol the all the things and also a lot of like seeking external validation like there was a lot of lack of confidence and a lack of like I've got me and it's like I always needed to do the but what does everyone else think okay what would make me like be liked like I needed to be liked by everyone and wanted to be the cool girl and the easy breezy girl and like the people pleaser mm-hmm. um so for me just like a massive part of, of my journey was getting to a point where I was like this actually isn't sustainable. Mm. Like the way that I love myself, the way that I treat myself, the way that I also in return treat others and just like the lifestyle that I'm actually living, like an unhealthy, unfulfilled lifestyle is actually not sustainable and it's actually Mm. not what I want. And it it got to a point where I was like, I either make the choice of continuing this or I make the choice of actually wanting more for myself, which I know I want and deserve. That's amazing. Mm. It's so cool that like, I guess you went through that that led you to this point as well you know what I mean like yeah. I think you can kind of use those points in your life as lessons now 100% the thing is it's it's not that any of that is like wrong like the parting and things is not wrong it's the yeah. the reliance and the like this is all that there is to life which, which is actually very damaging for me like it was kind of a mask for maybe something else a little bit deeper yes like everything I was doing seemed very surface level and that's the thing like at the end of the day like it was fine most people live like that but there was so much deeper that I actually wanted to unpack so I could reach my full potential because I knew I wasn't going to get there by living that lifestyle yeah thinking everything was okay I actually wanted more Mm. do you feel like you've always been like quite a confident person or would you say that your confidence is elevated since getting into the personal development space Mm. 
I would say, yes, confidence has been, like, I always was the confident child and would just, like, go up on stage and dance. And, like, I I was confident I could meet people out and about and whatever. But I think a lot of my time, it was, like, it was almost, like, mass confidence Mm. is the way I would describe it. It was, like, I could be confident, but Mm -hmm. it was almost, like, masked. Yeah. Like, at the my inside was, like, dying. (laughs) Like, it was, like, it was, like, I actually wasn't fucking confident and my actions did not, like rely on that but I could go up and do the crazy thing it's actually kind of hard to answer because it's like yes and no because it's like yeah I would look confident I would post the bikini photos I would post the whatever but at the same time it was like coming from a very lack space Mm. it was almost like I would do the confident thing to get the validation do you feel like confidence is something that people are born with or it's something that you can just gain over time and Mm. is it like a fake it till you make it kind of thing or do you think it's just something that some people just have confidence is 100% built just like any other skill like I truly believe confidence is a skill set that you learn and and can build Mm -hmm. well I guess let's just get into it and talk about how people can build their confidence because I think that is something that doesn't come naturally to everyone you know Mm. and life is full of up and downs and people might have confidence at some point in their life and then it gets knocked and then that's a whole other thing that you have to go through as well to try and regain confidence Mm. so what are some like tips that you have for people to gain more confidence yeah and something that just brought to my attention then is like the thing is you're probably confident in one area of your life like so many people just want to do the I'm just not confident Mm. it's like okay but there probably actually are a lot of areas in your life where you are confident Mm. are you confident in your job that you've shown up to and been in the industry for for nine years you know what I mean or like you're probably actually very confident there but then when it comes to maybe the way that you look or in your relationships you actually aren't very confident so it's like instead of just doing the whole I'm not confident thing and putting that label on yourself it's like oh can you actually look at where you actually are very confident right and actually see oh okay so I'm not not confident I just need to build confidence here right Mm. it's like okay cool I'm confident in this area in these ways okay cool that's cool to see but where am I not and let's go there So how would you identify where you're lacking confidence? What I would personally do is like create a life scan. So like put a life scan up, put all the elements of life, like career, health, routine, self-love, relationships, family, like everything, anything you can think of. Where do I have confidence here and where do I not? Just those two questions. Break it down. Because then you're actually clear on like, oh, that's the area I actually need to work on rather than just being like, I'm just not a confident person. You don't even know where to start then, do you? But I think in terms of tips, it's like we actually get little pockets of time every single day to build our confidence or not. So it's like even think about how much you actually let yourself like slip the confidence every time you skip reps at the gym, every time you lie to yourself, every time you say, I'm going to do that, but you snooze your alarm instead, or I'm going to get up early, you snooze, or I'm going to do that, you don't do it. It's like, it actually comes down to a lot of self-trust that you have. And it's like, every time you say you're going to do something and you don't follow through, that is damaging your confidence. It's Mm. literally like following through with the promises that you make yourself, isn't it? So that is going to build so much confidence for you if you can do that. Yeah. So being your word is a massive thing, but also just like, why do you actually expect to be so confident when like, you're not doing the things to be confident? Like, why would you feel confident in yourself when you lie to yourself on a daily basis? Mm. Why would you feel confident in yourself when you actually lie to yourself and say like, yeah, I did 10 reps when you really did eight. But I think that's also something that people have to learn as well. Like how do you start to be more committed to yourself? You know what I mean? Like how do you start to flow through on those things? Mm. For me, it's a choice. Like if you actually are not committed to yourself, it's a choice that you need to make. Like I'm actually going to do better for myself because I want better and I deserve better. And for the next three days, seven days, I'm actually going to 
fucking do this. It's literally just like momentum, I feel like as well. Because once you've done it once and you prove to yourself that you can do it, you're like, okay, well, I can do it again another time. Mm. And that's literally confidence, isn't it? Knowing that you can do something. It really is a standard. Like for me, it's like, there's times where I actually don't want to follow through, but it's my standard of like, I do what I say I'm going to do. Like mm. even this, this is like a very surface level example, but my dentist gave me teeth whitening stuff and he goes, you need to do this for seven days straight. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, okay. Every night I'm putting my retainer in. I've got my gel. I don't care what time it is. No matter what, I'm following through with this thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm tired, I'm like, I just want to go to bed. Well, two bachelors, you shouldn't have left it so late. Yeah. Right. And like the little thing of like putting the teeth whitening stuff on, for seven days Mm. straight is building my confidence to then be like okay I actually trust myself and I've got myself and I can follow through on things would you say that's like what the secret to confidence is yeah I would say the secret to confidence is yeah like showing up no matter what Mm -hmm. making better decisions I 100% agree and knowing where you're at too like self-honesty is such a big thing like stop doing the like sugarcoating things like actually be honest with like where you're at don't pretend you followed through and like you didn't like even um people that will put something in their google calendar and then they don't do it so they'll delete it and it's like Mm. oh that's so cute for your ego to be stroked in that so instead of having to look at the fact that you didn't do something Mm. it's like you get to just like delete it yeah and be like oh but like you know and it's like actually see that and be like okay cool that's interesting you don't have to shame yourself for it you get to be like cool i said i was going to do this thing and i actually didn't interesting but what about like confidence around other people because I feel like that helps you with your confidence within yourself but I think some people can maybe feel confident in themselves maybe when they're alone but when they're around others that's when they lack confidence Mm. I would say it ties in the more confident you are within yourself like I would actually say there's more work to be done in your confidence within yourself yeah because when you are so solid in who you are it doesn't matter. It's, it's it's circumstantial, right? So it's like, oh, okay, your confidence is circumstantial based on who you're around. Oh, but I'm confident around that person, but not this person. Yeah. Okay, so your confidence is circumstantial is what I'm hearing. Oh, but I'm, you know, I can do the dance on a stage when I'm drunk thing, but when I'm sober, I don't want to leave my house. Mm. Okay, so what I'm hearing is your confidence is circumstantial. So I would say like, or, you know, an example around different people, right? Um, maybe it's like you go to an event and all the things or whatever there's probably more work to be done to build more solid confidence and non-circumstantial confidence. But I also think people think confidence is not being scared. Being confident is being fucking shit scared and doing it anyway. Confidence isn't, oh, I'm just so like, I'm my ability to do everything and everything is because I'm just such a confident person. No, it's actually like where there is fear, there is your task. So if you're in an event and you're like, I want to talk to this person, but I'm scared, ding, 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 there's your task. <laughs> Oh, I want to start a social media job and but I'm scared to post to my stories because I'm scared of judgment. Ding, ding, ding. There's your task. I mean, it's literally the saying, feel the fear and do it anyway, isn't yeah. it? So truly like what I live by in any circumstance is where there is fear, there is your task. That mm. is what you need to do. When you feel the fear of judgment, failure, mi- being misunderstood, whatever, that's actually where, what you need to do. And when you can feel the fear and do it anyway, like, as cliche as it sounds, it's like, that is going to prove to yourself so much confidence. Confidence is your mindset. It's internal. It's not how you look. It's not your clothes. It's not your fake tan routine. It's not the boy that replies to on Snapchat. Like that's not what confidence is, right? It's actually so internal of like, I fucking got this and I actually can do it. It's just practicing it as well, isn't it? I think continuing to practice confidence, then it's going to come 
more naturally you know that's like people used to say fake it till you make it but it's literally because when you're putting yourself in that uncomfortable situation over and over it starts to become more natural yeah over time because you're proving to yourself that you can do it yeah but if you don't follow through with stuff then you're going to just end up lacking more and more confidence because the opposite happens doesn't it it's just Mm. like you're going okay well I can't do that because I didn't do it that time and then you're not going to build more trust Mm. I also think that confidence can sometimes be misunderstood as arrogance I think Mm. that is a big misconception that a lot of people have and I think it can be quite intimidating towards other people what do you have to say towards that like how do you feel like people can change their mindset around that and what is the difference between confidence and arrogance yeah for me the way that I see it is like confidence is like you're just so solid and you're like I've got me I can do me and I'm just gonna do me either way right it's like a solid human. Arrogance to me is when your confidence comes at the expense of somebody else. So it's, I'm better than them. I walk into the room and mm. think I'm the best, mm. right? It's like this, you walk into a room and you're like, I'm better than everyone here. You know, I would say that's arrogance because it's at the expense of somebody else. You're putting someone else down in order to feel confident. And it's almost like that's arrogance and actually a lot of insecurity. Literally. Whereas confidence is like, I'm solid no matter what. Someone can say something, somebody can be better than me, someone can be the smartest in the room and I'm the dumb, like whatever it is. And it's like, you're actually solid and confident in that. So it's like, even when you put yourself in a powerful room, confidence is walking into the room knowing there's a lot of successful people here or whatever it is, smart people, whatever you want to call it, walking in and being like, I'm actually good. And I mean, I guess as well, if people perceive that as arrogance as well, that's often a reflection on them really, isn't it? It's their, yeah. Like that's arrogance. Like good luck ever trying to be confident. Do you know what I mean? I I honestly love obnoxiously confident people. Like Mm. I actually fuck with it, but a lot of people don't because it's like they, they don't, they can't handle it. Yeah. How easily more digestible is it for someone to be like, I'm insecure and I hate myself. Yeah. Than me being like, I fucking love myself. But I think that's what society's taught us as well. 100%. It's taught us that confidence means arrogance. I think that's mm. something that we've always been 100%. kind of taught. It's like, oh, that person's really cocky and that's that's got a negative connotation. Mm. And so we've kind of played small because of that and yeah. not talked about certain topics because we don't want people to perceive us a certain way. But it's yeah. only something that's being kind of talked about now. And, you know, it's something mm. that people are kind of, trying to overcome yeah and like even the playing small the small person is so much more liked by it like quote yeah. on liked well not even like it's true like they're more liked they're easily digestible everyone's like yeah like they're just so like easygoing and like they aren't too full of themselves and it's as soon as someone's like I'm happy and I've got it all it's like they're actually confident in themselves and have built a life for themselves where they're happy fulfilled yeah. they've got it all it's like she's she's yeah. Oh, whatever. I would love for the world to kind of get to a point where we could all understand that confidence is an arrogance and it's like yeah. good when other people are really happy within their mm. skin. It doesn't necessarily mean that they think they're better than you mm. and they think that they're the only person who can have that thing. That's not the case. You know, they can be happy and living their best life, but so can you. Mm. And what's interesting is people, a lot of people don't know how to hold someone in their power. Yeah. If someone's in their power. The first thing you do is bring them down. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually looking at that power being like, oh, that's actually really cool. I'm going to either get there or like, how can I, you know what I mean? It's like they yeah. automatically bring you down. And like, this is a massive conversation that I love to have around like social media as a highlight reel. And it's like, that's so nice of you to think and cute of you to think that it's a highlight reel. So you don't have to look at the fact that people actually have really successful, happy lives. Yeah. It's like someone's got the hot body. 
you're like, oh, it's photoshopped. No, babe, she worked really fucking hard and yeah. she's hot. Yeah. Like, I actually get like, it's so easy for you to see the thing and be like, oh, she's had so much work done, boobs done, but whatever. And it's like... There's always a but. But. Oh, she, her life looks so good, but she probably is really unhappy. Nah, maybe her life's good and she's really happy. Yeah. Like, when you actually break it down and notice these butts, you will never be there. You will never have it all because you actually can't hold someone in having it all. You can't hold someone that. in their power. I love that, Chels. I think that society is also a lot more comfortable in the negative mm. and in the hearing that other people aren't Happy. doing great. It makes them feel more comfortable. And I'm not going to lie, like for myself, I've noticed I do that with myself. Sometimes I'll mm. put myself down to make other people feel comfortable. Well, it's almost like if we walked into a setting, right? And you're like, how are you? And I'm like, oh my God, life's so fucking hard. And like, yeah. I'm struggling and like, whatever, life problems. And you're like, I'm like, how are you? You can't then, like, you don't feel comfortable to be like, life's fucking good. And like, it takes a certain level of confidence and solidness to be able to do that. But it's like, it's how comfortable and more digestible is it to be like, yeah, same. And even if you're not feeling the same. It's so interesting. It makes it, it's so much easier to do that. So it's like when you can be so solid and hold that conversation, it's actually going to lift the vibration and frequency of your entire life, entire environment. Instead of doing the, I'm actually going to drop to this, even though I'm actually really good. Mm. I think it's just uh, people started doing it because they're scared of other people's reactions, which I guess it comes down to them caring what people think. But for me, I know I do that because if I'm saying sometimes like, oh yeah, this is going really well, I feel like I'm bragging. Yeah. And I think that we've been made to feel that bragging's a bad thing and I'm not bragging. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's like almost like getting comfy with like bragging. Yeah. Like it's actually like you get to be like, life's good. Yeah. I've got the relationship. I've got the job. I've got the whatever. Yeah. And it's not to say that you don't have any struggles, but it's like, if life's good, life's good. Why pretend that it's not as good as it is? I think a good challenge is that when people ask you, how are you? Like to not just be like, oh yeah, good. Or, you know, go to the negative to actually honestly answer it and maybe try and switch it to a positive and say something good that's been going on in your life because yeah. I think sometimes it's easy like yeah, yeah I'm good oh but this has been going on or something and it's just mm. a society thing norm. something yeah. a society norm yeah um something that we all do mm. that it's hard to change but it's something that is worth addressing 100% and it's like the awareness is one thing like if this might be the first time you're even thinking like oh that's so true like we actually do the complaining thing the gossiping the life so hard thing when it's actually like and it could be right but for the most part it actually it's it's more like what you're saying when it's like you just do it to kind of like fit in or make that other person not feel uncomfortable yes and because they probably don't know how to hold you in your power as well yeah so if you just did something exciting hit a new milestone whatever it's like you feel like they can't actually hold that which could be potentially projection like there's so many things but it's like you feel like okay they're not going to be happy so I'm actually just going to shut my mouth Mm -hmm. and it's like that's so like that's telling yourself too that that's doing a lot to your relationship with yourself and your confidence yeah and I think it goes both ways as well like you've got to remember when other people around you say things that are good that are going on in their life you've got to remember to celebrate them Mm. and by you being happy for them and making it more of a norm to talk about those things in conversation then it might happen the other way around and it's just going to become more of a habit for you to talk about those good things that are going on in your life. I'm not saying that you don't talk about good things that are mm. going on in your life with your friends and stuff, but I do think sometimes it's easier to focus on the things that are going wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is a nice, just to like throw in there, is like think about all the things that are normalized in your world and what actually you don't want to be normalized. 
Mm. the conversations you're having the problems that you're entertaining the there's all these things that you're are normal in your life do you want that to be your norm yeah if not how can you actually be the leader in changing that yeah that's literally it isn't it it takes one person to change a, a tie environment i truly believe that yeah leading by example i was actually going to ask you as well like if someone around you is lacking confidence or self-love, like what is the best way to help them? Because I know that you can't really change a person. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it's <laughs> kind of their own um, journey. I would say somebody who's feeling like lack of self-love, self-confidence. I personally think while you're thinking about like what you want to say, I think leading by example mm. is the best way to do it because, you know, you can talk to someone and give them your insight and everything and your perspective. But by leading by example, I think that that speaks volumes. Mm. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who are comfy in the lack of self-love and lack of confidence. Like as much as you hate it and want to get out of it, there's a lot of benefit to that. Like a lot of secondary gain that you're actually getting from being that person like whilst it might not feel like it and that's a whole nother conversation um but at the end of the day like it is a choice that they have to make and I think leading by example is well all you can do is just do you really like is by lead by example but it's not necessarily going to change that because at the end of the day if they've got the same beliefs the same mindset like if they're not wanting to change they're not going to yeah but I think definitely like with anything in life like just like don't do the oh, I'm also insecure, I'm also confident to make that person feel comfortable, which is what we're just talking about. Do you, be your confident self, be your outgoing self, be your most I love myself self, right? And they might hate that. That might be a really big trigger for them because that's like mirroring something to them that they don't actually have. But all all you can do is just continue on your own journey. And I know that's hard because it's like you want to help everyone in your life and you see someone struggling and you're like, all I want to do is help you right now, but nothing that you like say to them. It's almost like when you're having uh, just say a bad day and someone's like, you look so beautiful. And you're like, don't even, cause I actually don't believe, you know, it's like that kind of energy where you're like, just don't even try and tell me that I do. Cause I just don't feel it. It's like that kind of energy. It's probably the same thing for your friend, but I would say, yeah, just like you said, leading by example and doing you. And also that's, that's it. Also knowing that that's their journey and not making them wrong for it. True. Loving them anyway. Like actually supporting them in that and leading by example because that will also set a standard for the friendship too. Yeah. And I guess by you showing that you love them anyway, like that Mm. can maybe make them realize, oh, if they still love me, why don't I love me? Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's like when it comes to people in your life, like you obviously want the best for them and you see how beautiful they are and kind and generous and you see all their good qualities and they might not see it. But at the end of the day, that is their journey. Yeah. Definitely. So what if someone comes to you though and say they're your friend and they're like, you know, I'm really lacking confidence. Like, I don't know what to do. What would you say to them? I would say, (laughs) I'd say, what are you doing to make yourself feel that way? Stop blaming everything around you. The social media, the celebrities, your ex-boyfriend, the guy that's left you delivered for three days to why you don't feel good enough to why you don't feel confident. I would say, how are you actually contributing to that? Mm -hmm. That's what I would say to a friend. (laughs) So what are you doing? (laughs) Well, it's true. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is like the way I teach confidence and the way that I do self-love is very not traditional. More often than not, it's our own actions that make us feel not good enough. Yeah. But you know what though? Like I, I completely agree with you, but I also think that especially growing up, it's really hard when you're not taught these things and then other people around you start trying to bring you down because bullying and stuff like that exists. Yes. Like there are people who are nasty out there and as you get older, you, you realize that often that 
is a projection and it's their own insecurity being projected on you mm. that just bringing someone else down to make themselves feel better but that stuff does knock your confidence like mm. when you hear stuff repeatedly like that is gonna mess with you mm. so what yeah. do you do about that so for me a massive part of my journey was actually a lot of bullying and holding a lot of projections and it's something that I still deal with um and it's like so in high school is obviously the, like the YouTube the fucking weird all the things I've heard it all um you're never gonna make it like good luck all the things right and of course for a long time that was on my mind yeah it was like that was my truth and it's like how long are you gonna make that your truth for Mm. okay yeah it makes sense why you feel the way you feel and why you have the mindset that you have from your upbringing and the challenges that you face and all the things like it makes sense it's it's valid and it's like but how long are you gonna let that have like run your show Mm. when are you gonna create your own truth and it's like it can be fucking hard when someone tells you like these things repeatedly yeah and it gets in your head right and you start showing up based off of that and this is the thing with beliefs it's like that's your that's belief system work right because you will always live in a reality to what you believe is true about yourself you believe you're not good enough you will continue to find and live in situations that confirm that for you it's like we live in a world of confirmation bias so everything you believe will be the truth so it's like it gets to a point and this is where i had to do the internal work of like do i want this to be my truth for the rest of my life i'm never going to be successful i'm never going to make it who the fuck do i think i am da 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 whatever that story is for you, how long do you want that to be your truth for? Because it comes to a time, it's like, yes, that's valid that that's what's happened to you, but it's like, you can't keep living life of like, I do this because X, Y, Z, or I'm never going to be this because I got told I wasn't going to be that. Yeah. It comes to a point where you have to look internally and be like, how long am I going to carry this story, this situation with me? There's just been so many times in my life where I had to do that, where I was like, Am I going to make this the reason why I don't get or be, have what I want? Do you feel like there are any particular habits or routines that you can do on a daily basis to help you with your overall confidence? Because like you were saying Mm. earlier, it comes down to basically following through with what you've said and being your own best friend and committing to yourself basically. Mm -hmm. But I think there's probably some things that you can do on an everyday basis to help you with reaffirming those beliefs about Mm. yourself and boosting your confidence yeah i would say you can even tie this into your regular routine think about like for the next like whatever how many days look just do your regular life right just do you and ask yourself is this building my confidence or is this taking away my confidence every time you post a story and you're viewing someone's who's checked it is this building my confidence or is this taking away my confidence okay that's taking it away let me stop doing that because there's little pockets of time that you're taking it away or you're building it so you write actually do the follow through and build your reps and do all the things and you're like that's giving me confidence let me keep doing that okay every time I post a story and I'm like oh you're like viewing it you know when you like rewatch your stories and you're like I don't know if it's good enough like what if people judge me and you do the deleting thing is that building or is it taking it away Mm. it's taking it away okay so it's actually about just like I wouldn't even say it's about doing more What you need to do is actually just clock your current behaviors, your current patterns around what you do on a daily basis and actually see what is building your confidence and what's taking it away. Because you're going to find a lot in that and a lot of data to collect for you to do moving forward. And I would say it's not, personal development is actually not always about doing more and more and habits and routine. And like, while sometimes it is, it actually is just about clocking your behaviors, your patterns and 
what awareness you have. Yeah, self-awareness, isn't it? Just throughout your day, just noticing what things make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Are there any like common things that you've seen maybe with your clients that you've just heard of that do make people lack? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence, like any habits that happen throughout the day, you feel Mm, like. Definitely not following through. And just like the self-trust piece is huge. Like with my clients, that has come up a lot around like doing the I'm going to wake up at 6am, the snooze alarm thing. That I'm going to go to the gym today, not doing the gym thing. I'm going to start doing XYZ, doesn't do it. Right, that would be huge. And I think listening to fears. Mm. Letting your fears actually run the show. The Mm. fear of judgment, the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of being misunderstood, all these different things would be like, I know it's not a habit, but it's like the habits they do that confirm this fear. Yeah. Every time they go to do something and don't is confirming that fear. So I would, I know it's not a habit, but it's a behavior that they're doing quite often that is doing this. I guess it's just going about your day and just thinking how often you'll think I should do that and that you don't do it. Yeah. And you can't do everything. You only have a certain amount of time in the day. It's, mm. it's a reality, but set yourself a realistic to-do list and mm. um, try and get that done. And also if you don't get it done, like don't beat yourself up. Like, yeah. You do only have a certain amount of time in the day, but I think like doing the best you can every Mm. single day is even an example, right? Like if I go to the gym and there's 10 squats written down and I'm dead by the ninth, sometimes this is like my reality, right? So sometimes I'm like, I'll put the squat rack back up Mm. and I'll walk away and go, Chelsea, you're fucking better than that. I go and do one more squat. It's these moments where I build so much confidence with myself. It's my standard. Yeah. Like my standard is this. Yeah. Like, I literally talk to myself and I'm like, you're fucking doing this. You know, it's like, there's so many situations where it's like, it's easy to do the, I'm going to snooze. Like, there's mornings where I'm like, I made a decision. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I go, Chelsea, yes, you fucking are. Get out of bed. Yeah. Mm. I get out of bed. Mm. It's my standard. And, and this is where standard really does come in. It's like confidence and holding myself to a high standard. Like, I have the confidence I have because I hold myself to a high standard. Mm. and the the solidness that's not a word but like the solidness I've built within myself internally is because of the standard that I hold myself to I actually am like I deserve this I want this I I do this because I love myself Mm -hmm. it's like what self-love actually is and this is changing directions but like what self-love and confidence actually is is like it's not saving Pinterest quotes it's not your fake tan routine it's not that it's actually having your back and doing the thing no matter what Mm. 
Do you feel like there's a fine balance though between pushing yourself and following through with what you've said, but then also loving yourself regardless and being like, okay, even if I don't do that, even if I don't succeed, I still love myself. Yeah, I think it's, I think people go to extremes. Like I think people do the, you said I need to hold myself to a higher standard and be perfect. No, I didn't say you needed to be perfect. I said you needed to hold yourself to a higher standard. And it's like, you've got standards every day. You brush your teeth every day. That's a standard, right? Mm. You do your skincare every day. Your skincare, it's like when people are drunk, their standard is like, I need to still do my skincare. It's your standard, babe. Is that pushing yourself too much? No, it's your standard because you're like, I need to do my skincare before I go to bed, right? Whatever that reason is. So it's like, People go to the extremes of like, of, of especially with standards, they hear the word standard and they're like, you're telling me I need to be perfect and never fuck up. No, nobody said that. No, I said you need to have a standard for yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Yeah. It's not about having to push and do more and if you fuck up, you're a failure. It's, it's your standard. You do it. It doesn't mean you have to like, just say, let's just use running as an example or movement. Movement's your standard every day. Nobody said you had to work out two hours a day. You decided that. If you want your standard to be that, sure. My standard's not that. My standard is I move my body every day. I drink my water. I get eight hours of sleep. I have good conversations. Like, you know what I mean? That's my standard. Why is that too much? Mm. You know? I think, though, it's important to be able to love yourself regardless, though. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there are going to be days that are harder. and But I think that sometimes people can beat themselves up because they don't do certain things. Mm. But I think it's important to learn to love yourself regardless sometimes. You know what I mean? Like doing these things doesn't make you a more valuable human. You're Mm. still a valuable human without them. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. And I think the thing for me is, is when I'm having a bad day or something's going wrong, why would I lean out on myself? Mm. That's that's even more reason for me to show up for myself. Mm. And that's the way that I see it. It's like, I love myself so much that I'm going to do this for myself. Yeah. It's like when you've just say you're going through a hard time and all you want to do is like lay down in bed and you don't even drink your water and you're not feeding yourself properly. I love myself so much that I'm actually going to do the bare minimum. We actually need more like more of us and more love from ourselves when we're going through hard times, when we're having a bad day. And it's not about doing more. It's actually about meeting yourself with compassion and just like, I'm actually just going to do what I know makes me feel good. Yeah. It's interesting because you hear people who have kids and Mm. they always say that you know the things they'll do for their kids is so different to what they do for themselves because they have so much love for their kids Mm. and sometimes it makes them realize like you know if they make their kids meet that standard how come they won't do that for themselves I'm like it's so interesting isn't it it's like you know your kids have to brush their teeth every single night why don't I (laughs) well it's like right so it's like you've got these standards for your kids or for whatever whatever let's just use kids as an example and it's like you're not doing the extremes of like i'm pushing my kids no you're you're raising good kids Mm. that eat healthy they drink their water they maybe walk to school and get some sunshine who said that was too much but for yourself you're like oh no 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 that's pushing myself i need to be easy and listen to my body Mm. babe (laughs) it's like you the standard that you would have for your kids is this like should be the same if not more for yourself yeah and it's like for me i i completely agree about like self-love it's not, I've done this so I can now love myself. Yeah. Right? That's not That's not the conversation. But it's the conversation around like, I love myself so much that I actually want to live a fulfilling life. I actually want to do what's best for me. Yeah. Is what's best for you laying in bed and not showering for three days? No. 
it's actually not there's there's things that are bigger than others or whatever but if you're having a bad day like that's when you should show up for yourself more when you're going through a breakup that's when you should be showing up for yourself the most how do you feel like your relationship with yourself then affects your relationship with others Mm, hugely 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 and like truly the relationship with myself the work that i've done has changed every relationship in my life because i'm more secure i'm not doing the anxious attachment thing i'm not doing the oh my god do they like me oh my god like you know when you have a conversation with someone and you think about it for five to six business days of like oh i still do that yeah (laughs) so it's like it changes so much because you actually just get to be i would leave conversations with people and it's like oh did they think that of me was that too much yeah what what did they think right so crazy so it's like when you can build so much internal like love and confidence and just like this is who I am and I'm actually just going to show up as that it's like there's no need to change yourself based on every friend you're around you actually just get to be and like that for me was a massive thing I felt like I had to be a different version of myself around different friends whereas now I actually am just myself and if that friend no longer likes that okay goodbye you know because why like that's also lacking so much that's going to ruin my confidence and really damage my relationship with myself when I say like oh I just want to love myself unconditionally but every time you do the people-pleasing thing or that I'm going to be the chameleon today and just change my personality based on who I'm with, what's that telling you? It's telling you you're actually not loved. Like, it's very conditional. Yeah. It's like you complain, and this was me, (laughs) hello. It's like I complain I can't be on my authentic self and that nobody likes me for who I am. I was confirming that by being a different person with every person. Mm. So it's like how are you actually, like, confirming the story that you're playing out? And for me, like, that was a big one. Um, So I think how this affects my relationship is just like hugely like I actually just have no words like the relationships that I have today are just so they just feel easy they feel light because I'm not in my head Mm. I'm not in my anxiousness I'm not in my but what are they gonna think what what do they think are they gonna like me or like what are they doing like they haven't responded in three days like you know what I mean like three hours sorry it's like you know you know yeah I think also sometimes it might come with people leaving your life as well you know what I mean because you do have that love for yourself and you're just Mm. like okay if they don't accept me for me then they've got to go yeah and that's (laughs) and that's okay it's hard but it's just like you you don't want to be a chameleon like you were just saying you've Mm. got to be authentically you and not everyone's the same would be boring if everyone was the same but you don't have to adapt to be like, like, you know, like that person. So it makes them happy. That is something that I struggle with actually a lot. I feel like, I don't know if I should be open about this on the podcast, but I think sometimes it's nice to be able to share sometimes the things that you're going through. So people don't feel alone, but I feel like sometimes I struggle with when people say, don't agree with something I've said or something Mm. like that. And I can feel like it's a personal attack on me I think it's a bit of a people pleaser thing and I just want I want everyone to like me because I feel like I'm trying to be a nice person and and I I get really upset if people don't get me Mm. but I'm like not everyone's gonna get me the fear of misunderstood I feel it like that was like it's so it rings so true for me and like I feel so many people feel that it's like you want to do the everyone needs to understand me and like I've had so many moments where I'm just like I just want to be understood Mm. like I don't want people to misconstrue my words and like there's so many things where it's like I like I remember this one time I was just like well while you shared a personal story I'll do it too (laughs) thank you Um, it's like there was this time where I I like something happened and I was like oh my god I misunderstood I was like where did she get that from I was like doing the spiral thing I was like oh my god why did she think that and then I just like sat with myself and I was like this is what it feels like sit with it I was like this feels sickening (laughs) and Mm. then I like 
was like voice memoing myself, which is what I do to like process through things. And I was just like, I just want everyone to like see me the way that I see myself. And like, I see myself so beautifully and whatever it is. And it's like, I just want other people to see that. But it's like the thing, the truth of it is, is that everyone's going to see me completely different. Everyone's going to have their own perspective on perception on me. And that's actually fine. And that's actually perfect. Yeah. And it's like coming into this understanding of like, I actually just get to do me. I understand myself. So it's actually okay if someone doesn't understand me. But you know, also, I always like to get a little bit, um, I don't know if the word scientific, I'm definitely not into science necessarily, (laughs) but like I like to talk about evolution stuff sometimes when it Mm. comes to this stuff because I think it's actually really normal to be a people pleaser. Like I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I think it is literally in our evolution because when, you know, back in the day we needed to survive, we needed to make people like us to Mm. be able to survive in the tribe. And that's basically how it was. Mm. we wanted everyone to get along with us and we needed to keep peace and then I think that's kind of continued on yeah and so it makes like, sense right yeah and it's like we've evolved so much but yet we're not like willing to evolve past the fitting in to survive it's like babe we can be ourselves and we'll still survive it's like but we're we're so conditioned I guess from that yes like that evolution standpoint it's like look how much we've evolved it's like we actually get to let go of the I need to fit in and it's like it is it's in our evolution and it makes a lot of sense it really does. It really does. And I think that's kind but, yeah. of quite Isn't validating <laughs> as well. If you think about it, you're like, oh, like this is just the way the human brain works. Mm. But it's been until now really that we're catching ourselves out about it and being like, oh, do we even need to do that? Like, I think we're all good. I think I we think will survive. we are all right. You know, I think I can be myself and not worry about what other people think. Like not everyone has to like you. Yeah. <laughs> and fine. I think it's like really like with this whole conversation, it's actually like, as uncomfy as it is, like whether this is the, like, let's just go back based on what we're talking about, actually getting comfortable with that idea. Yeah. People will judge you. Yeah. People, you probably will fail. Yeah. You probably will be misunderstood. Not everyone's going to like you. And when you can actually let that land of like, true, what's the fucking point of trying to control everything? And it's like, we all logically know, yeah, that's going to happen. But so many people want to do the, oh, but they're just judging because it's a, their own reflection of them. And like, you're not going to, like, there's just so many things. It's like, you probably will. Mm. You'll probably make a fuck up. People are definitely going to judge you. Yeah. I think as long as you always know your intentions and you know that you're being a good person, mm. like then who cares? Yeah. If they don't understand that, then that's on them. Mm. I think that's literally the way, that's the way I try and see things sometimes when I get in that headspace. I'm just like, well, I know my intentions were good. So that's all I need to validate me really you need you know? to understand yourself yeah and that, that's your understanding of like yeah cool yeah that's kind of what I affirm I feel like that's kind of nice actually to have like a little bit of like a something to affirm yourself when you mm. get in that headspace mm. you know what I mean like something to go back to for me it's just well I know I'm being a good person so mm. <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah well it, it's true right yeah literally I also think that like we were talking about earlier, we are talking a little bit about um, how it's easy to talk about negativity and stuff. Mm. But I think it's also easy to fall into the trap of talking negatively about ourselves. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that you can stop that? Yeah, negative self-talk and especially like shame is such a big thing. And we think about it on like a frequency level. It's it's like the lowest vibration, right? It's like we yeah. do the, the all the things. And I my perspective on shame is... We want to, okay, so the thing is, I actually don't think a little bit of shame is bad. That's my belief. I actually think it can be the biggest way of like what you actually want and where you want to be. So it's like if you're shaming yourself for like 
something, for example, is there actually truth to that where you can go and get that thing? Mm. So it's like, just say, I'm just going to use career as an example. And you're like shaming yourself for not starting the business yet. Mm -hmm. That could be your compass to starting the business because Mm. it's you're almost shaming yourself, right? I think a little bit of shame actually can be very healthy, but we take it to the extreme. And we take it to the extreme of like, I fucking suck. I'm a failure and I'm not good enough. We get stuck and we do the self-loathing thing. And the thing is, shame will just keep you stuck. Shame will actually just keep you stuck in the, I'm not good enough. I'm the worst. I can't believe I did that. Whatever that shame story comes up or like, I suck. Da, 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 da. Instead of actually moving forward, because you'll get stuck in that. And you'll do the self-loathing thing. You'll do the victim thing. You'll do the, I just want to curl up in a ball and never see anyone for three days. Mm. You know, we take it too far. We take it to the extreme of this explosion. We just keep spiraling, right? Why do we even do it? (laughs) (laughs) Right? And it's like, it's actually healing your relationship to shame and negative self-talk. It's actually not getting, doing the spiral thing of like, it's like, can you actually catch yourself out and be like, what am I like, what am I doing right now? What am I saying? Right? I'm not good enough. I suck. I'm a failure. Is there any truth to that? Is there anything you can actually do to use a compass to move you forward? Nah, I think I'm just like being rude to myself, right? Okay, interesting. Why am I being rude to myself? It's actually just getting very curious, right? What happens when we shame and we negative self-talk? We just do the spiral thing and no curiosity. A curiosity is gone. Mm. We just do the poor me thing. Right. Because then who do you get to be when you're in the the negative self-talk? It's like, oh, I'm not good enough. And you almost get like attached to it a little bit. Have you felt that before? You're just so stuck in it and you're like, I'm almost attached to this. Like, Like I don't want to get out of it. It's comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's almost like as much as it's uncomfortable, you're kind of like, that feels good to do the little poor me. I'm like, you know, you just do that. It seems so strange, but yeah, I get you. You understand that. You've had that before. Yeah. Um, so I would say when we're doing that, we lose all curiosity. So how can we actually bring curiosity to our negative self-talk and our shame of like, what am I doing this? What's the benefit of this? Is there truth to that? Where did this come from? Like, it's actually just asking yourself questions when you're in the moment and actually being like, this is like, it comes down to choice. This is what I will do. Of like, do I want to stay in this? No. Okay. What do I need to do to, to actually get out of this? Is it journal? Is it process through something? Is it go outside and see some sun and actually just sit in that for a little bit? You know? So I think there's just so many options that you can do with it. But I would say just to like take something with you is get curious. Ask yourself questions. Bring awareness to what that negative self-talk is actually telling you. Because like I said, you can use this as a compass to where you actually want to go so you can move forward and get out of it. When we just sit in it, what's the point? Well, you just got to prove to yourself that the narrative's not true, right? Mm. In a way, like you've got to do something because if you don't do anything, then it's just like, probably, yeah. yeah, you're not going to figure figure out if it's true well, or not. It's, it actually is like, I see the way that I do emotions is very logical. Right. It's like, I'm very like a logical person when it comes to my emotions in the sense of like, what the fuck is this? It's like, I'm like, what, what am I going to do with this? If I'm just sitting here doing the pity thing and I'm like, I'm just not going to have the stories. Okay, what am I going to do with that? (laughs) I'm just very like logical in the sense of like, what actually is the point of this? Yeah. What do I get from this? Yeah. Do I want this? No? Okay. 
what can I do about it to actually get like and it's also just like sometimes you do need to sit in it I think like this is more going not in terms of negative self-talk but like emotions right but it gets to a point where you need to move through them right yeah same goes for negative self-talk well there's a process isn't there there's a process you know you've got to feel it and then feel it process it I mean what is the process I don't know it's like I don't know Feel it to heal it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Feel it to heal it. Literally. Yeah. Um, I think I thought the Kardashians the other day. Feel it to heal it. It was like, feel, deal, heal. Heal. That's, <laughs> feel, deal, heal. Well, it's like, yeah, I think, does that answer your question? Yes, I think so. Um, and an interesting perspective as well, mm. going back to just like actually listening to those thoughts as well. Mm. But I guess... And practice discernment with that because sometimes our mind is just doing some cool things. But get curious because that's how you're going to grow as a person. If you have no curiosity and you're just like, it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. Could be. (laughs) I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Could be because for me, I've had experiences where I'm like, okay. Right. Like if you're doing the like and and this is where there's a fine line between like you need to do the self-compassionate thing and you also need to do the Mm. tough love thing and for me I love the tough love thing it's what got me to where I am today if I didn't have self-love I mean tough love I probably wouldn't be where I am today Mm. right and that's just my journey and that's why I teach it because I'm like this changed so much for me where I actually got honest with myself instead of doing the coddling thing of like it's okay like it's okay if you don't want like it's it got me nowhere. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It got me fucking nowhere. So it gets to a point where, yes, you got to have compassion and hold yourself in the tough times and just be there for yourself and love yourself no matter what and whatever that self-compassion practice looks like for you. And then there's also a time where you got to pull yourself out of it and be like, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Chelsea, we're not doing this. Hmm. Like, we're actually not doing this. Choose better. Yeah. Make a better decision. Yeah. They, there's a fine line and, and this is where... We're not trying to do extremes of one or the other. It's finding the balance between the two. I have a lot of self-compassion with myself. I also have a lot of tough love with myself. It's the beautiful balance that gets like, which is why I have the relationship I have with myself. If I had one, I would probably just not get, like I would not be where I am today. If I had the other, I would be hating myself. You know, it's like, there's no in between. And that's why we have the extremes. And I think it's really about finding that beautiful balance between the two. Yeah, I really like that. That's a really nice mindset shift. Is there anything else you would add for building a healthy relationship with yourself? Yeah, I would say for me, this is how I lead my relationship with myself. Treat myself how I want to be treated. Right, yep. So when I do something or when I don't do something, I simply ask myself if my partner did this to me, if my best friend did this to me, said this, how it would make me feel. Whatever the answer of that is, is a decision that I make. And it's as simple as that of like, treat yourself how you actually would like to be treated. Would you want your partner saying what you say to yourself? Would you want your partner to never follow through on something? Would you want your partner to lie to you? Mm. If the answer is no, why are you doing it to yourself? And it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, it's no wonder why you don't feel good enough because on a daily basis, you actually make yourself not good enough. Like, would you actually date yourself knowing how you speak to yourself, how you treat yourself, how much time you spend with yourself? If the answer is no, there's a lot of relationship with self-work to that to do there. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. I love that. I also just wanted to ask you, Chels, are there any like success stories that you can share from your clients if you feel comfortable? Obviously, keep it confidential, but it would just be interesting to hear someone else's journey and how they've improved their self-love and confidence. Yeah. There's been so many that I can think of and just like 
beautiful moments and the first thing that comes to mind was when I ran my retreat um a girl like the first day she's like hiding in the corner not speaking like even when we shared in a circle she's like um her voice is like nervous she's scared and by the end of it she was just so like there, there was just I actually like don't even know how to describe it she was just a completely different person in herself and it's like she walked in like the I'm scared I don't want to be here like she was the youngest there she was like I don't know like it was just this whole thing and by the end of it she felt so confident and like I was she spoke in the last round of our circle like to end the retreat I went I can't I can't believe this is the same person that like walked into there because it's like the confidence in the way she spoke was just like I actually could cry like like actually could cry thinking about it it was just beautiful and there's just so many amazing moments of girls just creating the life that they want for themselves truly Mm. like truly creating the life that they want for themselves no matter how hard it was it's like they actually knew they wanted more and desired more so they created it they made the choice that's so amazing to witness and be a part of as well yeah I also don't know if the listeners know much about coaching and what it is. I know I used to always listen to personal development podcasts and people would talk about coaching. I'm not going to lie. I would be like, what is it? Mm. What do you Mm. actually do? And what's the difference between one coach and another? And I think there's probably some maybe misconceptions around coaching as well. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I I love coaching and I've been hit and copped with a lot of projections and that's so fine I can hold it um but I generally think like coaching and like hiring a mentor and investing into myself and into mindset work like genuinely changed my life and I just see the value in it I always will see the value with having a mentor and doing this work and that is why I'm like forever committed to myself and it's like when you invest in yourself it's like you're going all in on you Mm. tell me a better practice of like I'm fucking good enough I love myself than actually going in all in on yourself. And of course, there's other ways to do that. But like for me, that's, I was like, it was a major thing of like, I'm doing this for myself. So I love coaching. And just to kind of like touch on the difference, I guess, between like, this is my personal thing of like different coaches and things like that. It's an energy thing. It's like you either fuck with someone or you don't. And that's actually okay. It's also like, okay, that person is, this is how I hire. (laughs) It's like that person is where I want to be. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm hiring into someone who has done the things I want to do, who has the life that I actually desire for myself. And that's how I invest into myself and also how a lot of people invest into me. It's like, okay, I've done the thing they want to do. Why not learn off of someone who's done that? I, I do believe, and some coaches might have a different perspective or other people might have a different perspective, but I do think there's a time and place for psychology versus coaching. The way that I see coaching is like, you're good, you want more. And that's how what I do with my clients. It's like, you're good but you actually want more depth. You want a better relationship with yourself. You want um, a better life for yourself. It's like, and then psychology, it's, it's a lot of past. It's a lot of, you actually like need to do the, I guess like inner child and on all of that. And I do do that in my work, but it's not what my sole focus is. There's things that I will touch on. Yes. About past beliefs and things like that, but it's a lot of like I guess like not future focus, but very like present future. Mm-hmm. It's not past. Yeah. It's not unpacking the, the, from what happened when you were one, <laughs> you right. know, it's like, it, and whilst that can be a part of someone's journey, but it's also, that's what to me, what I would see, um, time and place. And you can practice and ask yourself what you actually need. Do you need to do the psychology work to build up that? And then now you're like, okay, cool. Now I feel good. And I actually desire more for myself. 
Yeah. That's my opinion. What do you feel like your point of difference is from other coaches out there? Like what's your niche? Well, my point of difference is that I'm me. Like I'm Chelsea. Like genuinely, like nobody is me and nobody has my experience. Nobody has my knowledge. Nobody has the way that I, like I'm sure there's probably speak the people, a lot of coaches that speak to self-love that I do or teach confidence. There's probably lots, but nobody does it like I do. Nobody mm-hmm. can physically. You've just got to vibe with the right person. That's literally, literally it, isn't it? But what, what is your niche? Because, I mean, I guess every coach maybe focuses on things slightly differently as well. Yeah. Like they have their own projects. Yeah, for me, what I really love helping girls do is build a relationship with themselves so they actually feel so solid in who they are. Mm-hmm. So they're not doing the whole everything that we've spoken about in this podcast where they actually go into lack. They go into the overthinking and the spirals and the, all the things so that they can actually build their dream life because of that. I truly believe like the better the mindset, the better relationship with yourself, the better your life will be. Mm. So it's like, I will navigate that so you can build a solid relationship with yourself, a solid mindset so that you can create your dream life. Mm. So if you love the things that we're talking about in this episode, honestly, you teach a lot of that stuff. Yes. Confidence, self-love, all of that kind of thing. All the things. Yes. So what do you feel like is next for you? Are you working on any projects? Got anything exciting coming up? what's next to me is just like really just doing my thing like just like um continuing to coach girls retreats and run programs I do have a relationship with self course coming at the back end of August early September um called savage to babbage and that's all about how to build a secure relationship with yourself and step into your power so it is a lot around how can you actually build a really solid relationship with yourself so that you can shift the not good enough narrative and actually step into your power. Yeah, amazing. So that is perfect on topic for today. But yeah, just lots of exciting little things coming out. <laughs> if I list them all, I'll be here for a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's good. I love it. And where can everyone find you? So on Instagram, I am just Chelsea Rocker Coaching. Um, there's a link in bio with all programs and like um, ways to work with me and things like that. If you are interested in seeing what's there. Um, and just my personal page is Chelsea Rocker. That is her. Go and go check her out. Yes. It's like you're on all the socials, but Chels Rocker. Chels Rocker everywhere. and Chels Rocker coaching. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I have loved this episode. It's been so interesting. I feel like we've gone in quite a few different directions as well. Like, I think we have. Yeah. No, but it's been really, really interesting to hear your perspective on mm. a lot of these topics. Like you've definitely got me thinking about a few things I haven't thought about before. Different mm. mindset shifts and... I think it's going to be really fun editing this podcast as well. I'm just like re-listening to it. I think I'll get something different from it again. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening and definitely go check out Chels. Yeah. It's very inspiring. So thank you. And the girls listening to this, if this like resonated and landed or you just want to like unpack something, like come into the DMs. They're open. Slide <laughs> like, into my DMs. DMs. If you're like that hit or like that landed or like I actually want, like if there's any questions, like come into DMs. Yeah. You can slide into my DMs too if you want. <laughs> we can make a group chat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would love to know what you think of the episode. If you could leave a little rating and review, that would be amazing. It really helps support the podcast. It's what kind of pushes it out there. And if you want to check out me on my socials, it's Jesse Inspired Mind Podcast and then Ella Victoria everywhere, like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, you know. But thanks so much for listening. I hope this inspired you and I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.